0: It's January 31st, 2020, and welcome to episode 28 of the Baby Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server on alternate weeks to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I am Paul, and I am joined by Kevin. Hello. And Garrett. What's up? All right. So, um, Legend Metal Galaxy is now behind us. It is. And that is that is the topic for this show um but there's a couple of other little segments that we can talk about uh there's some some recent news to mention and some soon to be obsolete speculations about the future <laughs> that we can talk about um, some of these are very soon to be obsolete <laughs> but uh so it's been i think this is now like a th- basically three weeks since we recorded the previous one uh and in that time uh Wawa wow, broadcast a pro shot of the forum on January eighteenth.
1: Yes. So I assume I you all watched, watched it. it. Yeah, I'm glad I finally got to see the whole thing, or most of it anyway.
0: That was cool. It it feels like a long time ago now, but I watched it several times. It does, feel, it does times. feel like a
2: really long time ago. <laughs> yeah. What do we think?
0: But uh, uh it was it was um well I know that what I like the impression, like it looks great, like they all do. uh yeah, like it always does. The screen doesn't look as big <laughs> as I remember it being. That was
1: logging that later, never
0: mind. I was, was gonna
1: comment on the screen size compared to
0: Legend Metal Galaxy, but I can get into that a little bit later. Oh yeah, there's there's definite screen oh, inflation going on here. <laughs> yes, giant. But uh yeah, so the the other thing about the I mean also sort of related to the screen, but uh this on this is always true on the pro shots, but the it's so tight on them, yeah, that you don't like i you don't you lose the effect of the screen,
2: yeah, yeah, I think so too. I would agree with that, but you, what you don't lose so, the effect of is the spectacle, they do a pretty good job of giving you just enough context uh to show you that it is in fact arena, there are fact special effects, and things are happening,
0: yeah, right, yeah, I guess uh I renew my plea to team baby metal to you know next time they release something have a have a angle that you can choose uh, that's like a fixed shot <laughs> it's boring to watch if unless you're like an actual fan perhaps but <laughs> i would love to see perhaps
2: it. follow the lead of uh another band that recently did something similar that we won't talk about
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah i mean it's so I, I think it's actually not that it's it's not unheard of to release things where you actually have shots that are like several different angles focused on individual people. Um, I don't know, I don't, that isn't so important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just, just one sort of wide shot, give us the wide because I think actually the, I mean, I've often thought this about the choreography, but uh, it's it's synchronized, you know, and and yes, Paul, often you synchronized. <laughs> well, what I mean is like. If you think about, uh, so what, like in Ine, there's like this mochishu thing that they do, and in Doki Doki Morning, they, you know, they all wake up in sequence and stuff. But if you're looking at each person by themselves, you kind of lose that effect of the of the kind of wave that sweeps through them. Sure, right. Um, and I I felt like that happened a bit uh, in this in this you know well in this and all the pro shots, but but I liked it. I feel like I liked it more than the, the Japan ones that we had. Before. I feel
2: like we've kind of ridden a sine wave on that. Like they got better at editing these to provide more context and show you the wider moments when they do things like you just described. Um, but now that I think about it, I think you're right. I think they, they stayed really tight in the forum pro shot. Part of me wonders, um, if it's yeah. because, well, it's the running joke of the yeah, day was, so. you know, it was sold out, but it wasn't really sold out. Um, all of the tickets may have gone, but, you know, the pit had a ton of room in the back. Um, there were a fair bit of empty seats. Um, so I'm wondering if it's intentionally tight to give the appearance, yeah, the illusion that it was a little bit more sold out than it might have been.
0: I, I got, I got yeah. that vibe
1: from that, for sure.
0: Yeah, that is that is my suspicion as well, that that they well and actually also the the cameras were really uh kind of biased toward a side so i think you i think you don't notice this unless you were there and trying to find yourself (laughs) but the camera was pointed in my direction for maybe like you know nine frames Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you know i i can find myself in papaya you know waving something in the background (laughs) because i know that it's i know that where i was and that my towel was pink you know sure dead giveaway easy to find (laughs) but yeah so what was i was in 111 which is one of the the vip sections and 126 was the other one and the camera was pointed more toward 126 so anyone who's in 126 probably got a little bit more screen time
2: yeah maybe i I didn't get any i know a ton of people who did you know and that's pretty awesome for uh, as many people to be shown as they did
0: that's weird yeah uh the thing what was funny is that i remember seeing you Uh, on the actual screen like in the venue you were you got plenty of screen time (laughs) so that's i guess one other disadvantage of not having the wide shot although uh it occurred to me uh, you know again as i was watching this that the big screen is delayed a little bit from what they're actually doing uh in order to sort of compensate for the sound speed and so i think it might start looking pretty weird if they're if they're actually showing like the screen when it's showing them you know not some sort of background movie
2: sure but i I mean you get the same effect in sporting events and other things right anyways well maybe the uh uh, maybe the kobe edit will be different than the wow wow edit and more people different people will get screen time
0: yeah it's possible um my i did actually you know goofily enough sit down with the big fox festival and to the extent that they are the same, you know, like the wow, wow. And the, the blu-ray, uh, you know, I went to check to see how, what differences there were and they are very slight, but there are occasionally different angles. Mm-hmm. And I, my impression was that wow, wow. Actually concentrated more on the audience than the, you know, the one blu-ray.
2: Sure. Interesting. So,
0: so who knows? <laughs> we might, <laughs> we might not have even less chance of seeing yeah. ourselves. But, he, so, there was something skipped on the broadcast. Uh, Elevator Girl was played, but was not on the broadcast. Headbanger was played, but not on the broadcast. I'm pretty sure that they had, like, I, I am surprised that I can't quite remember, but I'm pretty sure that they had that sort of instrumental intro to Papaya, which did not make it into the um, broadcast, at least.
2: Well, oh, now you got me thinking.
0: <laughs> yeah. So The, the uh, beginning
2: of Papaya is so aggressive, I only ever remember sparks and explosions and in-your-face loudness and towels going everywhere. I don't remember what they do to lead into that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, there's, I mean, uh, there is, it doesn't actually sound much like, instrumentally, it doesn't sound very much like Papaya. It sounds a little bit more, I don't even know what to call mm. it, you know, eastern oh, yeah, okay. strings or, I don't know. Um,
2: yeah 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 i know what you're talking about now
0: yeah but anyway it wasn't it was not there so and i think all of that stuff will be on the the eventual um blu-ray maybe the other thing i was kind of disappointed about was that the very beginning the, so the very beginning was super effective mm-hmm. when you're actually there because it oh, i mean like when i say the very beginning i mean um i guess post future metal because it was it was uh dark or sort of blue lit Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the screen turned bright white and they were standing there like statues and then it went dark again and they moved in the darkness and then it was bright again and then they it is as if they teleported right right Right. that was like onto the the stage effect i think i've seen them do
1: in a fat minute to be honest
0: yeah first time i I, I saw it it. my jaw dropped (laughs)
1: <laughs> like the first cause the first but, time i saw it i didn't even didn't click on my head what was happening and then i
0: rewinded and i saw oh there, there they are oh they're gone oh there they are again yeah but and i kind of feel like they they i don't know they watered the effect down a bit on on the wow Wow broadcast because when the screen you know like when it went dark they chose to shoot the audience instead mm. you know so they went to the audience pointing at the stage And then when it lit up again, then they went back to the stage. And, and, you know, so you don't really get that effect of Mm -hmm. teleporting.
2: Well, maybe that will be a change for the
1: uh,
2: Blu-ray edition.
0: Such a cool feature. You'd think Koba would take the time to actually make that more pronounced with his version. Honestly, that really did. That was one of the that had the biggest effect on me. (laughs) Showmanship at its finest, to be honest. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the whole beginning of that show was just spectacular.
0: Yeah, um, another thing that was a little bit strange was that Sue's voice was mixed pretty low, actually. <laughs> like it, it um, the drums were loud and Sue was quiet hmm. in a way that I was not anticipating. I
1: noticed that compared to like videos or fan cams of Legend Metal Galaxy, Sue sounded loud and clear. I let Metal Galaxy from fan cams. I wasn't there, so I don't know, but well, a fan cams
2: going to
1: not really be comparable
2: to a mix on a disc or a tv broadcast because your phone is predisposed to pick up those highs Mm -hmm. um i'm wondering how much of that is wow wow over the air to somebody's computer being recorded and if that's actually reflective of how it's actually mixed
0: yeah i don't know i'm pretty sure the uh one that i was watching was the direct transport stream so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't filtered through too many oh, okay. levels. Whatever it was, ten, ten gigabytes or whatever. But um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think it it wasn't bad, but I think it, uh, and you know, it was whatever. It was nice. It was nice to actually see it. Uh, you know, I was a little selfishly. I wouldn't have minded seeing myself, you know, <laughs> in something more than like a nine pixel version. But but anyway, so. I will watch it again. I watched it uh, several times on the day it aired and then got busy and haven't uh, haven't gone back to it.
2: Yeah, I watched it on my phone at a bar (laughs) at an airport.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was uh, was, right. Were you actually uh, in Japan at that point? No,
2: I was at LAX sitting at the bar waiting for my flight.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else we wanted to say about that? Maybe I'll think of something. But at the, at the moment, I'm out.
2: It's expensive, right? We got the pricing for this thing, did we not?
0: Oh, the
2: uh, have we
0: not talked about that? Maybe we no, we not. didn't.
2: So they yeah they announced pricing about a week okay. ago as we record, and it's uh, it's a little spendier, a little spendier than I yeah. expected.
0: That's true. Okay, so right, so I guess that was that was basically simultaneous with legend metal yeah, Galaxy.
2: It was the, I think yeah, I think they released that info the same day of the first show.
0: Yeah. Uh and I already forgot how much it is, but uh, we can we can figure it out. The there was there is a, the one edition. Uh but they also have um editions that are sold by other um you know, like Amazon and mm-hmm. uh HMV and stuff. So and even that I think is something like 80 Dollars or something along those lines, but um, you know, so that even even the non the one editions are pretty pricey. Yeah, I want
2: to say it was almost two hundred dollars U.S. for the one edition of the
1: forum. See, to, to me that seems a little bit absurd. Yeah. I can't justify <laughs> spending that much money on a Blu-ray, even if it did come with a towel. It
0: don't, <laughs> but yeah. Let me see. Let me see if I can find the um, announcement. Uh babymetal.com, what a what a wonderful site. <laughs> <laughs> uh live at the forum. Okay, that's probably it. Uh here we go. Okay, so um so Blu-ray by itself, seven thousand yen. D V D by itself, six thousand yen. The one limited edition, eighteen thousand yen. Yeah. yeah. Uh you can order It all the way up to March 12th. Um, And I think, yeah, I think we're expecting this on May 13th. Okay. That's when it's going to be released.
2: What Um, does the one edition come with?
0: It says it has uh, a Blu-ray. So one disc, 15 songs, a CD, two discs, 15 songs. And it says apocalypse 64 pages, which is presumably the photo photo
2: book. book. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's rough right on the, heels of legend m and the yokohama show that they released before
2: yeah and i think it's the same price yep. as the one edition um, of legend m
0: <laughs> you're testing my web searching abilities <laughs> um, if it's not uh, it's just, really
2: close to the same price and
0: yeah they they just actually re retweeted those um, uh, you know ads as well because I think we must yeah. be getting sort of close to the end of the order period on those. Uh, okay, so Big awakens. The Sun Also Rises, that one is 9,000 yen. Mm-hmm. And the Legend M, which is the, the, the real one, <laughs> the the sort of important yeah. one, is 20,000 yen. Yeah. Okay. So Legend M is more. Right. Right? But back a little bit. Uh, yeah. Well, you
1: can kind of open up to debate which one's more substantial to buy. Would you rather see Legend Metal Galaxy with all the stuff that came with it or Legend M? I think I lean towards Legend M if I had to choose one or the other.
0: Well, okay. Um, Did you really mean Legend Metal Galaxy? Because that one seems non-optional to me. I mean... (laughs) the forum, the forum? The forum forum versus Legend M is maybe... Oh, yeah, I meant meant the forum, my bad. Yeah. (laughs) misspoke i apologize yes legend okay. over the forum all day long no galaxy is way more important yeah um i mean the thing is that each of them has their their something going for it right i mean and i was at one of them you know yeah. and one yeah. of them has moabanger so i mean what can you do kind of have to get that one
2: yeah i'm uh um, i'm probably not gonna buy the forum if i'm honest oh, really? yeah and that's yeah, too late i already did it was cool it was a fun show I don't know how much how rewatchable it is at least for me and I'm not a huge collector. I don't have yeah. to own everything, so I think I'm going to
1: skip that one. Hey Paul, yeah. was there any hesitation mm-hmm. when you added it to the cart? Like uh, which the forum? Any of them like you you buy like
0: all of them, right? Uh well yeah. Uh there no, there wasn't oh, really <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I mean, they're, they're, they're sort of, I don't know, they're trickling them out in a way that makes it easy, easy yeah. to keep buying them, mm. right? Because I mean, when, when all you had was Legend M, you have to buy that, of course. Yep. And then there's the form. You only have to buy that. But that was, you know, I bought that before Legend Middle Galaxy actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so. You almost got to roll the dice and try and time it right to get, I don't know, never mind Yeah however i mean it is it is nice even though it's it's expensive um it is possible to get the non the one version which is not so so bad yeah those were more reasonable uh there's also some or was the the, there was a um so i had actually put this in in the speculations about the future thing but uh billboard posted an an article about the the, you know sort of about this release and they talked about. The Blu ray and DVD being due on May 13th. And actually, they also said what the attendance was at the forum, which was 17,500, which doesn't actually sound that huge compared to like the 50 thousands and stuff that we always talk about about these bigger shows. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I guess so the speculation part is just that I wonder, I wonder if it, the fact that it was kind of posted in this kind of public way and they, they mentioned, you know, like this, the Blu ray and DVD is going to be out maybe that suggests that there's going to be some sort of Western marketing of it and it's not going to be $90 each.
1: It, um, Could be. I don't know if I'd bank on that because we saw how much marketing there was for the forum in itself.
0: Yeah. But you can, I mean, like, uh, you can get Legend S and Tokyo Dome, I think, through iTunes, right? You for, can, like, yes. nearly nothing.
2: Yeah, they're really cheap.
0: Maybe. It would be... I mean, I'm you know, I I, don't, I probably won't get those, but I would not mind actually if they if they broadened their reach this way. Yeah, so, that would be nice. Okay, let's see. Um what else to say? Maybe that's maybe we can leave the forum because I'm realizing we've been talking for a long time about, <laughs> you know, not yet the topic. Um a couple of like just little newsy things. Um uh Karang posted an interview with Creeper who's doing who's opening for at least some of the uh eu tour uh i can't remember exactly what where they're you know like which shows they're opening for um but there was it was sort of interesting i only sort of skimmed it uh but in the part where they're talking about uh the big metal tour they they talk about they sort of phrase it in a in a way that's a little bit like um you know they thought it was an interesting match uh and for the the reason that uh they creeper thinks that they sound almost nothing like baby metal. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so the, uh, but yet there's a chance that they would be playing to an open minded audience, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Hot uh, take. I think the reason I thought, am sorry, <laughs> I keep talking.
2: It's okay, Paul, you are host. I'll just go back in my corner. Bye. Call me when you need me.
0: <laughs> we will need you a lot here. <laughs> um, but no, the the one of the things that was commented on, you know, when this was newly posted, uh, it was just sort of the like the logistics behind it, you know, that that I guess it's you know the the matchup between opening band and and you know headlining band is established in it, it's not really probably like Koba just goes out and asks somebody. Maybe that sometimes happens, but mm-hmm. there's also like people who are available. You know, like here's the list of people you could ask. Right. And, you know, Creeper presumably had, you know, they were, from their perspective, they were trying to decide, is this a good idea for them? And, you know, so they also, they're also sort of like, you know, trying to, trying to make this match up as well. So, I don't know, it's, I always, I always really kind of like thinking about and hearing about the process. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Um, We got a little bit of a, we got a very short little, uh, big metal saying, they can't wait to see us all in St. Petersburg and Moscow. Uh, which they <laughs> yeah. told us in English.
1: <laughs> How long has it been since we've gotten a video like that?
0: It's been a fat minute, hasn't it? 6 months? Yeah. No. We had the we had the D of tickets one. Yeah.
2: It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. They did they did a couple of them over the US tour.
0: And we had the Alexa thing in there too right. somewhere. Right. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Alexa one. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I just I can't I can't not laugh every time I think about it. <laughs> and okay, so so the um, European tour is about to start. I mean, like it's Monday. Like we're recording on Friday, and it starts on Monday. Yep. Um, we did finally get the merch for that. We did. Um, and we are going to talk about the legend like all of the legend metal galaxy stuff later um so just limiting just sort of thinking about the u.s merch and comparing it to the european merch is there anything that we wanted to say about that
1: the trooper hat is absolutely dope (laughs) and if i was in europe i think i would buy one yeah i feel like that's the only thing that's outstanding
0: well i think that's the that's the thing that's different right i mean like um, i mean that's sort of new for this
1: is that the sweater with the? I keep calling it the Bluetooth logo. I think that's the, the crush. Sweater. Is it called crush? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, no. The the Galaxy, Galaxy 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 long sleeve tee is what they're calling it. Oh, that's not a sweater. That's a long sleeve tee. Long sleeve tee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It <laughs> says it right there in the name here. Come on.
0: Um, right. Yeah, and I think that it doesn't look too bad. um there was a, uh, what was it? I forget which show it was. I think it was, the, maybe it was the, um like, the one little ones or something. Uh, But there, was, there were versions of this Galaxy, Galaxy, Galaxy shirt that were, like, pink or something. Or there was, there was, it was some, it was a much worse color. <laughs> this is a, this mm-hmm. is a better color.
1: I would like to point out the, um, the zip-up hoodie. Like, I feel like everything else, it's all clearly not actual pictures of the merch, except for maybe the hat and the keychain. But it, the left hand side showing the front of the zip up hoodie. It's like just like Photoshop black with the Baby Metal logo, not barely even visible.
0: Yeah, that's
2: pretty standard. Yeah, for showing merch off.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I think overall, I don't know. My my. So so it looks like there's uh, one, two, three, three basically th- three f- shirts that we've seen the designs of before there's the spartan fox warrior long sleeve tee i'm not sure that i've seen maybe i have maybe maybe that has shown up at some other time but um it really actually i guess my feeling is that there, there really isn't there isn't a lot um the the hat itself we should maybe describe it a little bit it's it's you know one of these it's I don't know what it's made of, but it's got sort of like a soft inside and it's got ear flaps. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they call it the trooper And
1: straps. They they strap around your chin.
0: Yeah. It does look pretty cool. But, uh, and they also have, uh, they are selling the vinyls. I don't remember the vinyls being in the merch list before. Yeah, that sounds Uh, new.
2: Well, they sold it at the Forum. The regular and and the special edition one. I think you could get the vinyl over the US tour. Yeah. I know you can get the CD. Struggling to remember. It feels like such a long time ago. Yeah, somebody in chat will correct me, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's um it's not it's not amazing. The tour uh like the the European part merch. It's all starting here. it's
2: all starting to just look the same to me. <laughs> yeah. But
0: however i mean like not amazing or not not amazing you know it's still for the people who they're going you know to tour through what am i trying to say like this is some people's first shot at getting it and you know even if it's even if we've seen the shirts before they haven't been available for those people to buy yet (laughs) so that's fine um and i do you know i do kind of like uh the one they call the metal odyssey t um i like that one a lot i actually wear mine quite a bit Mm. I assume this has the European dates on the back. I can't quite read it, but yeah, I'm sure it does. The only the only thing that I had left here before we start talking about Legend Metal Galaxy is the is you know like the fact that the European tour is about to start and we could maybe think about what that means. Um, I don't know if we can think about it out of context of Legend Metal Galaxy though.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Plus, we'll know on Monday what they're yeah, doing.
2: Yeah, I'm not even sure if we're <laughs> speculating about what's going on,
0: <laughs> right? So, although uh, they did say somebody now, I've forgotten who tweeted this, but I think it was it might have been Nissau. Does that sound right? Yes. Who, who tweeted like "Good luck to the Western Comedy yes, Band"? <laughs> yes. So, uh, we know we you know quotes know that uh, it's going to be the the Western Comedy Band at least at least initially on the the tour. Um, and yeah, actually there's something that's connected to legend metal galaxy that I think that causes me to speculate, but, but let's, let's move on to that. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right?
2: Yeah. Sounds good to me.
0: Okay. So the big thing, welcome to the topic of the episode, um, legend metal galaxy happened. It was, uh, January 25th and 26th and it was where it was Makuhari Messe, right? Um, and kevin was there i was and kevin is gonna tell us about it um there's (laughs) many many things that we can talk about here but um first just maybe just go with your impressions i guess like what what was your trip like what happened sure uh trip was
2: great you know going to japan is always fun it's always hard to come home going for concerts especially are just a special experience um i'll say right off the bat if you have the means and the opportunity and the willingness Get yourself over there, go to a show. Uh you will not regret it. You will remember it for a very long time. <laughs> um, let's see, Legend Metal Galaxy. I will, you know, right off the bat, I am gonna say, I think for the first time on this show, we have made an accurate prediction. I do believe I said, and this will get into the set yep. list, that <laughs> they are probably going to play the whole album top to bottom. One disc the first okay. night, the other disc the second night and i feel so vindicated after all of these episodes finally being right about something <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and i think i think i was probably more hesitant uh but uh yes you, you were right <laughs> Yeah. Um, i'm pretty amazed actually that that uh they pulled it off and they, there's like one there's one little way in which they did not pull it off but uh we'll get to that at some point
2: sure um so yeah we left uh with Went for a whole week, uh, farted around Tokyo for the week prior to uh, the shows, the moved up to uh, Chiba for the shows uh, the morning of. Mm-hmm. Um, merch was a bit of a mess this time. Um, for those of you that don't know, don't remember, there was a lot of merch for this show. There was an exclusive wristband each day. There were two masks, um, four shirts, a sweatshirt, um, and... 10 patches that you could put on a hundred dollar jean vest. <laughs> <laughs> and for the I guess if you don't know, um, that that's kind of a metal culture thing, battle vest, right? You go to shows, you get patches, you put mm-hmm. stuff on there with all your favorite bands. So trying to get to metal roots, I guess with the merchandising this time. Yeah. Um, and I really kind of wanted some of them. They were 900 yen each. So it's pretty expensive. uh. But as it turns the, out, the patches, yeah, 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 the patches, as it turns out, they were impossible to get. Um, granted, yeah. we didn't get there super early Saturday morning because we had to take took about an hour and a half to get from Shinjuku to uh, Makahara Messe, the event hall. Um, mm-hmm. So we didn't get there till about 1030 in the morning um, to get in line for merch. Merch, I think, was at 130 that day. Um, and if you don't know how Japan shows work, there's levels of tickets, right? The best ticket being the Super Mosh or Chomosh. That you apply for and hopefully win in the lottery those are the uh the, the the pit areas closest to the stage um and if it's a like legend m or legend s that's also the level of ticket where you get the special gift um legend m was the uh everybody got the bracer but you were fewer super mosh you got the little water bottle water bottle holder and the uh, commemorative coin um,
0: oh, yeah, the the one that looked like a little grenade or something. Yeah, the
2: water bottle that looked like a little <laughs> grenade. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have Super Mosh, uh, so we were in the Everybody Else line um, for merchandise. And really the only things I was really kind of wanting were the patches because they were new, we hadn't seen them before. And they were sold out before Super Mosh was even done uh, going yeah. through merch because they get to go through merch before everybody else. Um, so that was a little disappointing. Um, because I got everything at Legend M uh, without Supermosh, which was surprising, um, even though those picks were really popular and sold out really quickly. Um, I I can only guess that they just underproduced those dang patches. Um, and of course, uh, by the end of the weekend, there were already full sets of them on uh, Yahoo Japan and Bai you know, for a, for a pretty decent markup. So people were buying them just to flip them, which is disappointing. That is annoying. Yeah.
0: It is, it is really too bad that... Um... They didn't produce more, but this, I I mean, I was kind of blown away by the, the, I mean, in comparison to what we were just talking about with with the European tour, the, the merch is wonderful. Yeah. This show. Yeah. It's really, (laughs) very good.
2: Um, there's
0: lots of, uh, there were at least, I think three, um, at least three new shirt designs, maybe more. Um, so like I, I had never seen the infinite galaxy mm, mm -hmm. T before. Um, and that, that looks nice. The uh, chaos galaxy one, yep. which is sort of it's hard to see exactly what that is. Kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's like a TV. It's like a, um, a screen with interference on it or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, looks good. Um, I really like the Fox God mandality. Um, yeah, that sold one sold out quick. Yeah.
2: Of the shirts. I think that one went first. That was also, I think the first patch to sell out. Mm-hmm. um they, that seemed to be really popular uh design yeah. um but yeah just, just to wrap up merch I did end up getting the rest of the stuff I wanted the exclusive t shirts the uh the wristbands both days um the towel awesome. um so I am pleased with that just a little disappointed I didn't get patches <laughs> yeah
0: but yeah so the other like the um uh the battle it was yeah it was a ten thousand yen yeah uh, battle vest that i guess the idea was that you would sew these patches onto it but that's the first time they've sold that
2: yeah um it's
0: pretty wild
2: i was a little surprised that as many people were buying that vest as they were i mean yeah i guess it's kind of cool it is branded on the back but you can make your own for so much cheaper if that was something i was into that is definitely what i would have done um i wasn't gonna i wouldn't have spent a hundred dollars on a uh on a jean vest (laughs)
0: <laughs> right that just has you know it, it's there's a sense in which what it has is something like the first patch you know yeah. applied for you
2: yeah pretty much yeah <laughs>
0: um they so they had uh they had a different hat i can't quite you know i can't quite read this but um it's not the same as the hat that they have on the european tour but it's, it's still a wintery hat so those yeah it's, it's sort of like a
1: are those earmuffs that fold down i can't really they
0: are it. so i wanted uh-huh. this hat just because it
2: was stupid like it's one of the dumbest <laughs> yeah, one of the dumbest things i think they've ever come up with um eclipsed maybe only by the candle um right. it was just so ridiculous um and it was right at the edge of what i was willing to spend money on for a joke <laughs> yeah um but you know because this was japan i was concerned that it wouldn't fit my head cuz i have a huge western head um and it only came in two sizes um so right. fortunately i was able to try one on before i made a decision and it didn't quite fit my head But I did get to hold one, Um, and I will say it is a little disappointing. It's just a baseball hat with the the fuzzy things with with, yeah with the fuzzy ear things just kind of sewn along the bottom of it. Um, So I got to be honest, it did feel a little cheap.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did you get your hands on the AirPods, not the the AirPods case or the skin or whatever it was?
2: Yeah, I did. Um, I am a proud owner of the AirPods case. It's actually really high quality. It is surprisingly nice. Um, It's probably three or four millimeter thick rubber. AirPods fit right in. Close up. The uh, branded carabiner is nice uh, that attaches Mm
1: -hmm. to it. I I wish Um, they'd sell just branded carabiners by themselves. 50 cents. I'd buy 100 of them.
2: The uh, only thing that's disappointing is naturally they release an AirPods case, and I happened to have upgraded AirPods Pro over Christmas. Oh, no. Um, so, you know, maybe next year they'll do the AirPods Pro and I'll just use it daily.
0: just a, like, do you wrap it over your existing AirPods case or is, does it replace the AirPods case?
2: Yeah. It's like a, think of it like a sleeve. You slide your AirPods case into it. Got it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Cause it, it actually is not very expensive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. Um, I picked up, um, another one the second day for a friend of mine as well. Um. How was nice. the logo printed on the case? Says Daniel in chat. It's it's nice. The all of the merch was actually really pretty nice this time. Uh, I, except the exception of the hat, the fuzzy part being kind of cheap. <laughs> um, it was all pretty decent quality.
0: Yeah. So let's see. So there are uh, other things that they had. So you said you you got these uh, wristbands, right? I did one for each day. Yep. Um, and there were what is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten patches.
2: Ten patches. Uh,
0: the. Let's see. So there's the sort of familiar, I guess, I guess that's the one you call the crush logo, the baby metal, mm-hmm. um, the thing, the thing that the keychains look like. Yes. There's the kind of stylized uh, katakana version. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't know how to describe all of these, but there's, there is one, I think we were talking about this before that, uh, that actually just says baby metal death, which I, I was wondering if that meant they were going to play it again, <laughs> but no, <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, I, it, it it would be it would have been neat to get those yeah it would of. have been
2: um hopefully they bring them back f-
0: yeah well it does seem like that would be an obvious thing to just bring around to, you would think so
2: you would think so yeah, yeah. um especially if they're going to get everybody to, to get this uh, vest you know yeah going to want to keep it however
0: they not bring it to Europe. so yeah like true. all this cool stuff that they had at legend of metal galaxy went away again. yeah
2: yeah <laughs> Um, I think um, the, I think the biggest surprise on the merch for me um, was that the Kami mask sold out pretty quickly.
0: Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just going to mention we hadn't we hadn't mentioned that, but you can you could get the the Kami band mask. Yes. Um, Does it look? Did it look like the ones they wear? It did. I
2: mean, it looked great. Um, you know, but uh, after the first day, all of the cosplayers out in the hall were wearing them that were dressed uh-huh. up as Kami. They look they look legit. They look great. Um, yeah, and I was surprised that one sold out. Um I was also surprised when we got there that they had a lot of leftover merch from the previous shows in Japan. They had the um the like galaxy design shorts it, the the, uh-huh. the thing that kind of looked like a tracksuit um and uh, yeah, and the I think uh, I seeing... Yeah, that and the silver fox mask. Just the Megazine A fox mask. Um or was Black also Brown available.
0: Those. Yeah, there was somebody who was doing who was just kind of like, you know, live streaming outside you know Mm -hmm. just like walking around outside and uh i remember seeing some of those things like in a little cordoned off area yeah Uh, but but yeah that's true merch that wasn't on this thing that we were just looking at
2: yeah and it is on all smart so yeah they must have just made a ton of that stuff and it either didn't sell very well or they just way overestimated how popular it would be
0: yeah (laughs) yeah i I do kind of like this like the the functional merch that they're getting you have straws and AirPod cases and <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool yeah it is um, and I appreciate having a
2: keychain that isn't metal now
0: oh, is that yes. one not
1: metal
2: no it's uh, rubber oh
1: okay
2: yeah so if you've been using the little was it copper brass metal keychain from the tour a couple years ago mm-hmm. I and you're tired of it bugging you in your pocket I would upgrade <laughs> the rubber is much nicer.
0: I wonder. I wonder if that is like. There were these. Uh, oh, what were they called? Um, but there, there were the. There were sort of like rubberish um, things that you could buy in sets of six. Rubberish things. let must be here. Okay, I'm just reaching up to grab mine
1: because <laughs> <laughs> you have them, of
0: course.
2: Oh, you mean the um, the Metal Galaxy keychains?
0: Yeah.
2: Is it the same sort of thing as those? Um, no. So this is just the Crush logo keychain. Although now that you reminded me about those, um, you could buy the okay. Metal Galaxy keychains. Um, and they did come random, so you just told them you wanted that, and you just got a random one.
0: Yeah, those are so dumb. yeah. Like the that is it's annoying. So I I definitely have duplicates. The one I opened right. just now says galaxy galaxy galaxy. Right. Um, and I don't I don't even know if I have the one I wanted to get was the the one that Garrett likes to call the Bluetooth logo. Oh, I, I I don't think I got one. I'll
1: defend that argument all day
0: long. It looks like a Bluetooth logo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still... I, I think we talked about this before, but I, I, think, I think I'm still believing that it is the letters of baby, baby metal arranged. Yeah, that makes so. more sense.
2: hmm
0: Yeah, it could be. Stop rattling things around here now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I actually just set up... Uh, I, I set up some shelves with all my various stuff on it, so I now actually have like all of my... Proper shrine? All of my unbelievable amount of crap <laughs> <laughs> uh, visible. So my lunchbox is up there, and
2: ah uh, yes, whatever the lunchbox. Um, anyways, that that was the merch experience. Um, bummed about the patches, but got managed to get everything else, so that's okay. Um, yeah, that's good. Uh, I do have one complaint, and that'll lead into what I want to talk about next. Uh, while waiting for merch, you know, we were lined up inside, um, all along the hall, mm-hmm. which was the hall parallel to where the concert was happening, so we could hear soundcheck really clearly both days while we were waiting in the merch right. line. Um, so it kind of spoiled what was going on. Um, because if that was truly going to be a surprise, that, that would have elevated it to a whole new level. Um, still incredible, but thinking back on it and imagining being purely surprised and what they were doing, um, it would have just taken it to a whole new level.
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty weird, actually, that, that uh, you know, I think... I think there were no surprises, really. I mean, like, um, oh, there definitely, there definitely, there definitely was, was a couple
2: like. of big surprises that we're going to talk about. <laughs>
0: uh, that there were songs that that you did not hear. Soundcheck, yes.
2: Okay. A Couple of big surprises because
0: there were the ones that I was expecting to be surprised by. Well, oh yeah, well, okay, okay yes. yes, we'll talk. We'll, <laughs> there was one huge there, surprise. There was one actually. huge surprise and a couple other little ones. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, the I I can I can sympathize with that. I mean, like it's cool to hear the sound checks but at the same time, you know, you almost want to hear it after. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> um. So first night, I was in a B block, which was stage left. Um. See if I, to describe the stage, uh similar to what they did at a, was it Saitama? Was the previous show Saitama Super Arena? The big triangle things mm-hmm. that raised yeah. up and down. Um. So it was similar to that. Um, It had two long runways coming from where those triangles were out into the crowd uh, at about a 45 degree angle. Um, So if you're looking at the Uh thing top down, B block was kind of at the end and to the right of the uh, rightmost runway. Uh, So actually, pretty as as you're facing the stage. stage. So actually, pretty decent view. I was really surprised usually when uh, the foreigners get thrown in the back. In a random pit so we were pleasantly surprised that we had a pretty good view the first night Mm -hmm. um what was different about the stage in addition to the the 45 degree jut outs is they combined what they had done previously with the moving stage that went up and down out into the crowd on uh scissor lifts or rails with the big triangle stage so think of the main stage that they spent most of the time performing on as a square rotated so that the tip was facing the crown to make a diamond that whole piece not only went up and down but also drove out into the crowd like the stages from the forum or from legend m um uh, yokohama
0: yeah i thought that looked pretty cool uh i you know seeing that i i felt like i couldn't be 100 percent sure that that the 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 prior stages weren't squares but they weren't right i mean the, the 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 square was a novel thing for the legend metal galaxy.
2: I think so. I okay. I'm not confident in what the other yeah. stages looked like. Cause we don't have great reference for that. Yeah. Um, so the, it's, it's possible they were exactly the same. Just this one moved, drove forward in addition to raising and lowering.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, walking, walking in, walking into your block, we were just flooded with orange light on the first night. Um, the whole, the whole back of the stage was black, with the exceptions of two—I would say—medium-sized screens, medium to large-sized screens, just showing the rules, um, as they usually right. do in Japan.
0: <laughs> I forgot there was some. There was some. There was something that sort of—I uh, think it kind of was thought of as restricting crowd surfing. But what was the? No there's Oh no yeah, right, there, was, there was no. Yeah, that was. I think that yeah, was it. No, no nuisances, no, nuisances, no like, big no head. Big head. head yeah, I
2: took a picture of some of them because uh, they were pretty funny. <laughs> I kind of want to. I kind of want to put the no big head costumes on a t-shirt. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> funny you know, in our chat Such room, a common uh, problem.
1: Yeah. Say no yeah. More
2: yeah. Um, uh So that was pretty funny. And of course,
0: when I see that, I I also have a I um, I don't know if it's. Maybe I maybe there aren't that many people that have this association, but uh I watched the show Silicon Valley with some regularity and there's a character yeah, named Big yes, Head. Yes. <laughs> so that's what I thought a big head costume would be. But
2: uh Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool. The crowd was already buzzing because we had heard uh BMC being sound checked. Oh, I'm sorry, I jumped ahead. We had heard um night being sound checked the off. uh yeah <laughs> the first night. Um so that was pretty exciting. Um so we knew it was coming. Um mm-hmm. concert started about about fifteen minutes late. Um don't know why. I think actually I don't think I've been to a Japan show that's actually started right on the dot, which is interesting for Japan.
1: I don't think I've ever been to a show that started right on the dot. That's excluding <laughs> like, including baby metal and any other band.
2: Yeah. But... Yeah, another to mm-hmm. mention it.
1: I mean, even us, we we show up at least five or six minutes
0: late. <laughs> even, even we're not Punctual, even
2: a band. Big metal true, 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 true. <laughs> um so yeah, the show started about fifteen minutes late. Um, started uh with a new uh I'm forgetting the word. Uh, a new lore video. Yeah.
0: Um I was trying to think of that word too. There there is, something that call is it yeah
2: I wanna say it's Yeah. Kamb- I, I wanna say it's kombayashi. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, but you have diligently transcribed it. Do you want to read it?
0: Well, I've, trans I, I missed that one. Oh, you did. So that's, the, I couldn't find a video of the, of the one that started. Nightmare. Oh, okay. Well, so,
2: and they are slightly different. They are slightly different. The gist of it was, and this got the crowd really excited is that at the end of it, it told us what we were experiencing was to be a one night only special event. Um, so that they kind of gave away the mm-hmm. game there that they're going to do something cool and you have to be here to understand what's going on and they're not going to do it again. So that got everybody super excited. Um, You know, and as soon as that was over, you know, right into future metal, uh, the same on-screen cinematic says the forum um, that they've done for that with the flying Rubik's cube spaceship thing, flying lamp, Uh the flying lamp um, leading to uh, (laughs) Mo and Sue being, you know, built at the end of it. Um, and then straight into Da Da Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, the crowd was going pretty good. Um, everybody was really excited. Um, same set list Those so far. The screens were huge. Yes. Once,
0: that was unbelievably I, think that's the I thought the screen forum screen was large.
2: No, the forum screen looks like it would fit in my living room now. Um, it went <laughs> the entire length of the hall. And this is, they're like 18,000 square meter halls or something like that, it went the entire length, and it also went stage to ceiling. Um, and we were doing some estimating that it was probably about 20 meters tall, which is close to 70 Jeez. feet, which is close to 70 feet tall.
1: That is giant.
2: Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. yeah at least three or 300 feet wide or something like that. It so just, you,
1: you could say, like, maybe it fit four or five forum screens into it, maybe? Oh, six. yeah.
2: Easily um absolutely incredible this thing was freaking huge um yeah so if you couldn't see if you couldn't see you could see
0: (laughs) yeah well and and it was largely you couldn't even get it on the um uh like you know we we have a couple of fan cams not not many but um and you know of course those were later but um you know the screens were, for the most part, bigger than fit on any you know anyone's fan cam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get it all in one frame.
2: Yeah, not mandatory scrolling from left to right. Not to be outdone by the forum, I guess. Yeah, the screen was freaking huge, it's so impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, similar set list to what we had in the U.S. up to a certain point. Uh, Future metal, da da dance, mm-hmm. elevator girl, Shanti, Shanti, Shanti.
0: So one thing that uh I do, well, and I'm not sure this is going to, I don't know if it's pertinent up to this point anyway, but I can still mention it that um there were definitely places. Uh, so like, you know, eventually they play distortion and so forth. And then, you know, like there's a video that plays behind that. And uh, of course, when they're playing a video, that's a, pro, a produced video of some, you know, of some stuff, then you can't see, you don't see what they're doing on the stage. Right. Right. <laughs> so, right. um uh, so, that's you know i i'm sort of torn about that because if you're far away you can't see the stage you can only see the screens but if the screens aren't showing what's on the stage mm-hmm. then you just can't see so there i mean there were uh, on the there were on the wings i guess there were um smaller screens that were more likely to be showing the people doing stuff but yes yeah anyway whatever that's that's all <laughs> <laughs> uh- so okay but so where where you stopped was where like you know the the first the first sort of big big uh event was
2: yes so shanti 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 ended it got a little quiet and there was a new video to be played uh Uh, i'm gonna let you read this one
0: okay yeah so it's pretty funny yeah so from the we got you know these are it was a movie that's sort of like the ones that they had in all the the older shows with it sort of a lore movie um i missed the first bit of it like i wasn't able to to hear or read it Uh but um it sort of it sort of started off talking about this this place which i think was called paradise um and you know now i rejoin the the movie lore this was oh this was um the uh japanese narrator yes the original japanese narrator yeah so it says uh you know, talking about this paradise place, a place invisible to adults, a treasured dream island. However, all adults were warned to never set foot on this land as they would be cursed with the spell of unattainable desire. Welcome, please come closer, said the overly excited fox from the north and lured the winterland metal warrior to set foot onto the forbidden land. Therefore, uh, thereafter, the fox from the north casted the spell of unattainable desire, which forced the metal warrior to uncontrollably dance to what was known <laughs> as the Shakariki Moshesh uh so <laughs> uh the other metal warriors who witnessed this scene were distracted complaining this isn't heavy metal at all <laughs> just as they were complaining about this they were hit by the same spell and to their dismay they had their arms around each other's shoulders uncontrollably dancing to the shakariki moshish. Uh, and this paradise would spread into the metal galaxy and then you're just so like yeah and then you're suddenly
2: greeted by <laughs> this 70 foot tall huge yokum broden from sabaton starting Omaj and I, and I. The only way I can describe this video is if you're familiar with Monty Python, it felt like it was straight out of Monty Python. Oh yeah, with like this, uh, yeah, with like this <laughs> Eastern European vibe to it. I, I, I don't know, uh-huh. but it was hysterical. I could not yeah. stop laughing and smiling.
1: First um, time I saw it, I was giggling the entire time. Like I was almost too distracted. I'd watch it again just to listen to it
2: yeah and the crowd went absolutely nuts uh when this started um so not only was the video spectacular the choreography for this is out of this uh-huh. world it is it's an Irish jig it's great uh-huh. it is so unlike anything they have ever done before like it, it has more in common with river dance than anything mm. you've seen baby metal do before
0: yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I it was you could really not catch much of this no. on the on the few fan cams. Not, yeah. not at all, and
2: the joy that they had performing this was palpable everywhere in the building. They were having so much fun with this; it was hysterical. Uh-huh. Like everybody was just laughing and jumping and screaming, and. just an awesome atmosphere to be a part of. It was nuts. Um, And I got to say, this is not one of my favorite songs on the album, but this was such a bizarre and uniquely baby metal experience um, that I find myself listening to this song more now.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's the, it's the live effect.
2: (laughs) It really is the live effect. Yeah, absolutely. Just bonkers out of this world. Um, I can't wait for everybody to see what this looks like. For real.
0: <laughs> yeah. I um, Yeah. I'm. I'm I don't am i know what I'm hoping. For. I mean, like, I don't know what I'm expecting, but I am hoping to to see this sometime before, you know, uh, the eventual. Yeah. <laughs> either Wawa Broadcaster or, or um, yeah. Blu-ray. Uh, who
2: knows? Maybe they'll take it to Europe.
0: Well, yeah. So. Well, I guess we'll, we'll talk more about that, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but so this was this was the first time this has ever been played yes. in public. Yep. You know. Um, so this was premiered there, yeah. And I, I really, you know, I like the fact that it was funny. I mean, like they are, they're funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think I said this last time too. But like they are, there's a comicalness to them, a joy that comes out of that.
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, it, it was definitely the highlight of that night for me. Um, yeah. yeah, spectacular. Not much more to say about that. It's just you have to see it to believe it. It's yeah. It, yeah. If it doesn't make you smile, you're not human.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh I, I I think I may just go. I, it's hard to watch the fan cams, of course, because I'm I'm so glad that we have them. But I mean, you know, they're yeah <laughs> they're jumpy and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but uh it was even on that, even in that format, it was very yeah.
2: impressive. Um, ro- rolling on, they played Java next, which was pretty surprising. Um, I think they played that at Yokohama yeah. was the last time they had done that, but did not expect to see mm-hmm. that at all. Um. I'm
0: I'm glad that that's not going away, though. I mean, like, I I I think that that song works really well. Um, yeah, so I agree. I hope they keep doing
2: it. I agree. Um, it's a nice change of pace from everything else. Uh, and I got to feel, I, I, I don't want to feel entitled or brag, but I went to enough shows this year to where mm-hmm. that list was getting a little stale, if I'm honest. Like, it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. But you hear the same songs over and over and over enough, and you're, like, kind of clamoring for something new. So hearing Yava again... Was kind of a nice little breath of fresh air, if I'm honest. Uh huh. Um, after that, we got another brand new song, "Brand New Day."
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Which was, I, I it's just beautiful. Um, I don't know if any fan cams of this made it up or not. One did. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. It sounded great on the fan cam, so if any kind of pro shot going to be very nice.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. The visuals, uh, that that at least we could see on the fan cam was, um, they were really impressive um and it very you can tell that it's kind of what future metal was foreshadowing
2: yeah yeah i could see that um it definitely had you know like a sunrise theme to it um Mm -hmm. you know i've said this before they've definitely upped their their cg and animation budget this year um it was very well produced the visuals fit the song really well um but and it didn't distract from the song um, whereas mm-hmm. I is like, I, I can't not watch, you know, a <laughs> 70 foot tall Joachim Broden, you know, chant at me. Um, this one was just kind of there. Or an army, yeah, I've said. <laughs> an army of them. Um, this one was just kind of there and really kind of added just to the mood and the vibe of the song, which was nice. Um, and it kind of took a backseat to what was going on on stage, which was cool. Um, mm-hmm. Sue's voice is just stunning. Um, in this song, she crushes it. Uh they do play the guitar solos. Um uh, there was yeah. There was some talks but... of them of it being pre recorded and they were just air guitaring it. I don't subscribe See, to that.
1: I, I wasn't there, but on the fan cam it didn't even sound exactly right anyway.
2: Yeah, exactly. It didn't sound like yeah, the well album that's... version. It yeah, it was like expected. Yeah, it sounded it sounded like they were playing it and they highlighted um the commie with spotlights during those solos. So I think it was played live. It sounded great. Um, I know that was one of the questions we had, you know, how do you play the song live when you have two special guest guitarists on it? Um, you know, but of course, yeah, but of course they crushed it because the commie band is incredible. (laughs) Right. Um, and I gotta be honest, I don't remember the choreography a whole lot on this one. Um, I do remember thinking to myself, um, it's again it's more adult it's a little less you know kawaii You're a lot less like the first album and even metal resistance um but it, but it's familiar yeah. in i would say i would compare it to kagero yeah um similar had a yeah, similar I kind of feel
0: that that was what i was uh kind of getting the sense of was that um a lot of these new things, there's, uh, they're using the same vocabulary or something like that. There's, they're, they're, you know, like, it's, um, there's, there is a similarity to the newer songs' uh, mm-hmm. choreography. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure what to make of that. I don't feel like I thought that of older songs, but who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't see it very well uh, from my vantage point on the other end of a fan cam.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, from there, we moved on to some familiar's. Uh, give me chocolate. Make It an A. Not much to say there. Um, mm-hmm. It's always fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Japanese crowd, you know, just gets into it. You know, one thing we get in the West is you get maybe the first three rows that really know what they're doing doing these songs. Um, and really <laughs> get into the call and response and things like that. But it's a little different when you have 20,000 people doing it. It just, the vibe is awesome.
0: <laughs> right. So one thing that might be um, notable... Is that when when you look at the track list on the like Japanese edition of of Metal Galaxy, it went in order basically. Mm-hmm. Know, so they played Future Metal, Dada Dance, Elevator Girl, Shanti 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 Omajinai, then they took a break for Yava, then yep. they played Brand New Day, uh, and then they took a break for Gimme Chocolate and Megitsune. and then they skipped one.
2: Yes, they skipped the other. They skipped the uh, other Japanese exclusive. The um. Yeah, the up down, the, left up, BBA. Yes. Um and there was a there was a lot of discussion about this as to why um it didn't happen. Um mm-hmm. I kind of subscribed to the idea that they knew they couldn't play everything. They knew they had to play some classics. Um just because mm-hmm. that's just what bands do, right? You can't just play a whole new album. Your hardcore fans will riot. They want to hear some of the stuff that got you into the band, right? That's part of going to a concert. Um mm-hmm. and there's no there's no sue solos there's no black baby metal um on this night there was no kami solo so there's really not a whole lot of time between songs for these girls to rest you know and and i think it's easy to forget that what they're doing is a ton of work it's exhausting yeah even in as good a shape as i'm sure they are um which is why you know i think set lists are shorter than they used to be uh, because they don't have these opportunities to catch their breath and take a load off um
0: but another thing, too, about this um, is that Day One had a lot of premier- a lot of premieres, right? I mean, so Orange yeah. was new. Brand New Day was new. Yep. Um, I think we haven't quite said this, but we were about to say that Night Night Burn is new. Yes,
2: Night Night Burn was new.
0: Um, uh, And that's different from Day Two because uh, we had a lot of the Day Two material from earlier on. Yes. I mean, same thing for Disc 2. Yep. I mean, like, that's the same thing. Yep. So uh, I could certainly see... Saying that's that's enough premieres for one day, for one night. <laughs> yeah, you and know
2: they had to cut something to fit mm-hmm. some of the older stuff in, and that's just what happened to get cut. Um, I I don't think it's impossible yeah. we'll never see that song live. Um, but uh, yeah,
0: well, Kristen, that spoils the fact that they didn't play it on the second night. Like they could have, they could have smashed it into the second night somehow. Well, I, I think before the second night happened, people were thinking maybe that was still gonna be a possibility. Yes
2: and no. Um just because you know you know they they were pretty clear from the onset that night 1 was the light force right baby metal has to go on this journey to find the good and night uh-huh. 2 was going to be the moon they had to acquire the dark force right to bring them together and you know we see that we see that in the album theming as well the the only interesting thing is papaya being on the second disc doesn't really jive
0: with that theme for me um okay. But they also played Crowdy the second night, and that was, you know, from Light era them, right? So
2: yeah, I don't see. I don't, I don't know that it's era era specific. I think it's more tone of the song.
1: I mean, jump even further ahead here, but they did play the trilogy of but, Light on the Dark Night too.
0: Yeah. But that's where it is on the. Uh, uh, that's where it is on the. That's album. where it is yeah. on the album. That's correct. So.
2: So, anyways, okay. you judge yeah, judge so that I, as I, judge that as you will. Uh, we rolled into Night Night Burn. Mm-hmm. Um, really sassy salsa choreography <laughs> like it was incredible it, you you could tell that they were just having fun exploring these different genres you know they did this musically and now they get to do it in dance you know and mm-hmm. it's definitely influenced by you know flamenco and uh you know that that spanish feel uh that you get with night night burn um it, sassy is really the only way i can describe the choreography for this one uh excellent It was great. (laughs) Um, Again, I
0: cannot wait to see. these. Yeah.
2: Again, the uh, they had a background video for this song as well. Um, It just kind of did its thing in the background and, you know, allowed you to focus on the stage presentation. Um, So I don't remember it all that well. Uh, But yeah, it again, Mm -hmm. another great performance that they crushed uh, for the first time. Okay. uh, after Night Night Burn, we hit the one. Uh, this was another surprise uh, to me for the evening. They played the one Japanese version. They didn't play it, Oh, did they? Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't play the unfinished that they had been. They didn't play the English version. They played the Japanese version of the one. Um,
0: that is fantastic.
2: Yeah. Um, that was the first time I had heard it live. Uh, so that was really special for me. That was really cool. I don't know off the top of my head when the last time they played the Japanese version of the one was um
0: it, i think i believe it was a long time. it was ago a long time I, ago yeah i mean i i listened to it somewhat regularly um from some live recording but it was but it was really pretty close to when the album came out i think
2: it, it might have been i because i don't even think i think they did the english version at tokyo dome i don't think they did the japanese mm-hmm. version at tokyo dome even so it's been a long time since they had played the japanese version of the one uh, so that was a really pleasant surprise and then of course they do the fake ending And we start waiting for an encore because the lights didn't come on. (laughs) Now, if you remember our discussions leading up to these shows, one of the things they had teased in the promotional material was the, uh, the Kami of the East meeting the Kami of the West. Mm -hmm. And, And then playing a symphony and playing symphony together. And to this point in the show that hadn't happened yet, uh,
0: Oh, yeah, and we never actually talked about that but it was the Jap- the japanese kami band basically yes sorry that, it, it was that was playing
2: all of this Yes, <laughs> it was the the kami the of the east playing on night 1 um and we kind of knew what was going on when the lights went down at least i figured it out pretty quickly because i could see things being rolled out onto the stage like amps uh-huh. and another drum kit uh so that got pretty exciting uh so the kami band played in white this whole night the uh, Japanese commies played in the original white robe with the mask uh very cool we got another lore video it was the original road of resistance I don't know if you remember it used to be the metal warriors metal gods you know like Ozzy uh Metallica and they were talking about metal Uh resistance and things like that the uh kind of old like Japanese style animation video
0: uh
2: Uh, so was the same video um but they changed the animation from the you know the legends of metal to the two different comedy bands in white and black, and lo and behold, huh. they were going to come together. To uh, uh, I don't I don't remember the exact phrasing, um, but basically it told us they were going to play together, and sure enough, at the end of that, uh, the narrator told us that you will create the biggest wall of death in the history of the world or something to that effect. (laughs) (laughs) And then bam, right into road of resistance, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, with, uh, both sets of Kami band, the Kami of the West wearing the black dark, um, outfits that we saw on the U S tour. Um, and man, that note hits hard with double the guitars and double the drums. Let me tell you.
0: I bet. Yeah, that was, so I did want to ask about that. Like uh they they did in fact have two drum kits.
2: They did. Absolutely. They willed out the second drum kit on the other side of the stage. The commie were set up two on each side of the stage for the whole show. And then they added two more on each side for um two bassists, two guitarists, and a drummer on one side, the other drummer and <laughs> the other guitarist on the other.
0: That is wild. Yeah. That is really wild.
2: Uh yeah. So the you know, the lights come up with the first note. It's super heavy. It's super loud, and in another surprise, there's five people on the stage. All three Avengers are on stage for Road of Resistance.
0: Uh huh. And I mean that. So that was that was sort of also teased as that you know that we were gonna have all the Avengers, and we haven't we haven't really been talking about this because um, I actually sort of failed to find the information about which Avenger was doing what, but they were rotating through. Oh sure,
2: yeah. They they split the set list. Uh. Pretty much exactly evenly um mm-hmm. it was 12 songs they did four songs each with the exception of road of resistance um yeah, i they were all out, yeah. yeah i don't remember exactly the order i want to say night one was uh momoko kano then what? riho okay. and then all of them seems... for road of resistance um so that was pretty cool it was at this point i pretty much stopped watching you know w- when the queen says you're gonna go make the biggest wall of death ever you you go and yeah. you you go you go to the pit and make the biggest wall of death ever um which was spectacular we had a pretty big pit um for most of the show there were kind of two pits kind of rotating counterclockwise um that managed to amalgamate into one giant amoeba <laughs> space waiting for the wall of death um and then yeah they played the song and it's heavy, it's raw, it's incredible. I I I'm spoiled. Like I I can't even describe what that song sounds like with double the musicians. Like <laughs> yeah. you have to hear it to believe it. It's just special. <laughs> um, and of course yeah. at this point, you know everybody's losing their minds because we have five Avengers on the stage. We have all of the comedy on the stage. We've just been told you're gonna you know mash your asses off and create the biggest wall of death ever. Um, and nobody wants to let anybody down so everybody's just using every last ounce of energy they have uh mm-hmm. for the for this last song of night 1
0: yeah that's um that's so amazing yeah it really was <laughs> uh, it, it you know apart from metal galaxy i tend to pretty much listen only to like live versions of everything and i am kind of wondering if this Show is going to now you know replace my playlist, basically.
2: <laughs> you know it. It might. Uh, I. I have no problem saying that these two nights were the best set of shows I've ever been to.
0: Yeah.
2: So, um, so far. Yeah. <laughs> so far, yeah.
0: So far, yeah. so far. There's always Stockholm on Monday. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stockholm's going to blow it out of the water, I'm sure. I was kind of <laughs> foreseeing
1: to October, but.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, we, we run around in circles. We do load of resistance. We, we sing, we do everything. Um, a nice touch. I mentioned at the beginning, they had these 45 degree, uh, ramps that came out kind of into the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. all five girls ran down them and waved at everybody for the, we are's, uh, kind of reminiscent of Tokyo Dome, uh, nice. which was pretty cool. Um, so we got surprisingly close to everybody <laughs> as they ran up, uh, which is always special. Um, and then yeah, show was over, never to be yeah. repeated again, according to the narrator. Um, this was a, yeah. a unique one night experience.
0: <laughs> awesome, yeah. So yeah, uh, there and there was an outro movie. Um, there was which I which I did transcribe, so I can read that if you want. Sure. So they they showed uh, they showed Metal Resistance episode eight, Odyssey to the Metal Galaxy on the screen, uh, and then. Okay, so legend Metal Galaxy. Uh, the legend about the massive metal galaxy that appears at the moment the sun and moon align. Now that baby metal has acquired the light force, baby metal will approach the next stage in order to acquire the dark force. The moon will shine through the dark night to be continued on day two. Mm-hmm. And this was actually uh, in English by the, you know, in a world narrator.
2: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: So. Um, so they they not only did they have all the Avengers, all the kami, they also had all the narrators <laughs> all the
2: narrators, yeah, everybody was back
0: uh pretty cool. It is kind of funny how um the reception to Dark Knight Carnival was markedly different from the reception to everybody on stage with a uh, um on road of resistance, yeah, I,
2: you know, I think the biggest difference was that we know who these people are. We spent the last year getting to know Momoko Rihonkano, and Kano, um, and there was already familiarity from s G with two of them. And right. and you know Riho is a huge star in Japan for Morning Musume, um. So we so we got an opportunity to know who they were, and it wasn't just sprung on us with some cheesy lore, right? right? Um. So it felt it felt special. It didn't feel forced.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I think I I I fully believe that everybody was delighted by how that happened mm-hmm. <laughs> just now, um. And uh, and but it is sort of funny just to think about like how there was kind of like a lot of gnashing of teeth of how many people there were on the stage before. And now it's actually great to see everybody. <laughs> right.
2: Right. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, yeah, definitely welcome change of pace. Um, and then, yeah, slept, ready to do it again the next night for the dark side.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm surprised at how much there is to say about this. So, um, <laughs> I guess, so how, so you got tonight too? how did, how did, uh... yeah, I got
2: the night two. Um, I still wanted to get the patches, so I, we got up early and I went for merch. Uh, I got in the merch line at 8.30 uh, instead of 11. I was much farther ahead. And, mm-hmm. you know, I even found a friend who had gotten there at 7 and was probably in the first 100 people of the standard ticket line, not the Supermosh line. I said, hey, mm-hmm. here's, here's 10,000 yen. Try and get me as many patches as you can. Because <laughs> uh, they were not interested in patches at all. Uh, so that worked out. Uh-huh. Um, and to be honest, before that person even got into the merch hall supermosh had already cleaned out all the patches again um so i just bought the stuff that i i bought duplicates of the stuff uh that people had asked for for me to bring home um so that so that was merch Mm -hmm. um nothing more to say about that um night two we were in uh block c which is odd because we actually had a better number on our ticket um tickets are numbered if you're not familiar you go in based on the number of your ticket and that usually determines where you end up and what pit you end up so we had a better number which usually means we have a better spot um but our pit was actually farther away um we were stage right two rows back so we weren't really that close to the stage at all um Mm -hmm. you know which was fine because i wanted to mosh more tonight uh or that night Mm -hmm. um we did hear and get spoiled and we heard Sue rapping during the sound check so we know BMC was coming. Um mm-hmm. and everything else we heard getting sound check was familiar. Uh so no right. no anticipated surprises uh, other than BMC going into this. So I told myself, all right, I'm going to get a good spot because I want to watch BMC. Um and then I'm just going to slink back into the pit for the rest of the show and mosh.
0: And I mean, I guess, you know, the structure at the, this point seemed pretty clear that it was, you know, disc one for night yes. one, disc two for night two, did. plus some other stuff. It did. And disc two we know, like we know we've seen all of these songs pretty much. Yes. I mean, you know, so um uh, in the name AMC of he is the only one Yeah, uh, that we hadn't seen. Yeah. Started
2: within the name of all, again, all five Avengers uh, just like the 2017 tour, but they had different costumes, um, but they had the face mask. They didn't have the giant hat thing they had some like bird's nest thing on it, oh, that, that wasn't okay. it wasn't really it, it looked more like a i don't know like a thorn of a crown of thorns then yeah yeah it's probably the best way to describe it a crown of thorns and it was all gray um and they had uh a redesigned staff uh, but other than that the choreography was the same
0: <laughs> okay was it um so was it, uh, maybe I can't quite even see them, the the few photos that we have here, but mm-hmm. um, uh, in the original, like when we were introduced to in the name of the first time, mm-hmm. uh, Sue did have, there was a, she did have kind of like a, a weird kind of like spiky cloak hat thing that, you know, was not like the, the warrior things that we had mm-hmm. in 2018, but it wasn't like this was different. No, stuff, this was different
2: I? still from that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it matched the style of the current costume. Okay. Um. So yeah, that was a thing that happened. Woohoo! <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I mean, I know that that was you know we wondered if we'd ever see that we again. We did wonder, but, yeah. I mean, I guess if they really were gonna stick with the album format, yeah, it seemed likely that they'd have it. Yeah, and it it fits. It sort of fits well with, you know, in this parallel spot to future metal, right? It's it's a similar yeah, kind absolutely. of. Absolutely. Uh, instrumental it
2: it sets up the dark side moon whatever you want to call it of the album well i'll give it that Mm -hmm. um and then we rolled into distortion distortion was distortion um one thing i will say about distortion was the the power of suzuka was really evident during this uh during the clap during the clapping call of response um Mm -hmm. i think it was moa and kano was the first avenger that night were raised up on the back two stages and sue stayed mm-hmm. kind of low on the center stage and she gave the most intense death stare to the crowd did not motion for <laughs> clapping or anything she stuck her heart stuck her uh, her right arm out pointed her index finger straight down and started stirring calling for a circle pit huh. just staring everybody Ma- down <laughs> magical yeah it was incredible uh and people of course lost their mind and it was. It's just really a testament to how she can control a crowd without having to use her words, move, do anything, but just slowly and subtly stir the pot with one finger.
1: I think she's been to... practicing the, the death <laughs> stare of controlling minds for a couple of years now.
2: Yeah. Um. So that was pretty cool. You know, we never seen her do anything quite like that before. Um. You know, you, you, yeah, you can saw, tell she was feeling saw it a little
0: bit of that on a uh, fan cam. And um, I well, I, honestly, when I what I what I saw on the fan cam, I thought that was actually almost pre recorded. Um, but I had heard that the like the background video to distortion was different. You know that it wasn't just the you know, the, the goofy music video that we no, it was the music video knew from before. Yeah, it was the music video. Okay, yeah. So it, maybe it was actually just that the stirring thing that was. Yeah, um, um, they had bad, they but, did have
2: it was a super tight close up of just her eyes on the the giant screen, um, uh-huh. and the the flanking parts of the screen um, were like a wider shot of her stirring. I don't know. She was actually,
0: she was doing it at the at the moment. She was it doing it at hardened.
2: that moment, but you know, I I don't. Okay. She was standing so still that could have been live. A camera guy could have gotten that tight on her, um right. but I can't one hundred percent say for sure that the super close up of her eyes during that moment was live or not.
0: Right. Though I mean, it's I mean, if she knew that was gonna happen, maybe she was standing still yeah, for that purpose. You know,
2: totally possible that that was rehearsed. Um. Yeah. yeah so that was pretty cool. Um then we ran into papaya papaya was papaya um Mm -hmm. the moving square stage thing drove forward with sparks uh just like it has in the past um real sparks yeah pretty tiring going distortion straight into papaya (laughs) if i'm honest (laughs) Um, poor audience (laughs) yeah towels going everywhere lots of jumping um then we went into karate again tiring um going (laughs) into another you know jumping around washing song Then that was over when the stage drove back. Um, We had a little bit of respite. The uh, Western Kami tonight got to do their uh, Kami solo into Kagero, uh, which is always nice.
0: uh, So were the the Western Kami, they were playing throughout, right? Yes,
2: yes. The Western Kami were playing night two uh, in their black costume with the face mask. Um, So they did their, it it sounded like the same solos, if I'm honest, from what we heard in the U.S. tour, um, which I'm not complaining about um listening to the drummer do those machine gun notes at the end of his solo will it's never get old incredible yeah that that dude can play
1: i showed my dad that clip and he's been <laughs> drumming for like 40 years he just goes uh what <laughs> yeah i don't think his feet have ever moved that fast yeah. in his life uh the japanese fans
2: the japanese fans were actually really excited to see the uh western kami cool yeah
0: uh, uh, we didn't we didn't mention this when we talked about the um the forum the wild, wild broadcast of the forum but but this the uh comic band solo for that coming into kaguro is was um uh amazing mm-hmm. and you could really hear the drums very yeah, well you can. so i mean um that that was just something mm-hmm. uh so but yeah so another thing i wanted to say about this as as we're yeah, so we were sitting in the chat rooms you know all Following along, sure. like what's the set list, what's happening, and so, you know, this is we are following disc two, right? We have in the name of we have distortion, we have papaya, and then they and then they really like you know, it like what I don't know what to say, you know, they they sort of punched us in a bit uh, in a way, <laughs> a little <laughs> you know, bit, because then they went they skipped BMC and they went to Kagura, uh-huh. which is it, the uh you know the album order would have, would have been BMC yeah. and they didn't play it, yeah. And it's like, all right, well, oh, now, now what? I mean, like, so have we lost up, down, left, right, BBAB and BMC? Uh, I mean, but people had heard it sound checked. so yeah. everybody was like in a kind of like a frenzy in in the you know remote chat rooms. Yeah.
2: I bet that was intentional. I'm sure for it was. just I'm that absolutely reason. Absolutely sure it
0: was because uh, you know we yeah. were
2: all looking around uh, when Kagero started, like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> just yeah. the the anticipation was palpable. Like everybody was waiting for BMC. Like yeah. you didn't show up to this show not wanting to see this, especially after yeah. hearing it sound checked. So, um, yeah, Kagero happened and then lo and behold, B M C. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really all I got to say. <laughs> it was, it's, it's everything I could have ever hoped for live. Um, uh-huh. and I will say it is live. I, I, picture Mm -hmm. i i I don't know an eminem music video with a a cute twist for what you're gonna see um the uh the the, the part that really you need that we need to talk about a little bit is her solo is i guess it's speed rap part uh in the middle of the Mm -hmm. song that she gets to do Mm -hmm. um oh you mean the the acapella yeah the the, the little acapella part so uh-huh. that happens. She does it live. Uh it doesn't sound overprocessed or mixed. It's just her doing her thing. Uh-huh. Uh the stage was back at the beginning of the song. The lights kind of went dim a little bit, and it started playing the uh you know, it, it continued playing the uh the harmony rhythm as the stage uh-huh. with just Sue on it and a spotlight started driving forward before this solo.
0: Awesome
2: Yeah, and then the music stops, and she does it, and uh-huh. it's adorable. It's literally her rapping, and just, <laughs> just I, I, I don't know how, it's like she turned into Eminem for 20 seconds or something, you know, like, the one arm was up, she was, you know, dipping her knees, just being a <laughs> rap artist, and it was awesome. It was really yeah. cool, and everybody lost their minds. It was it it was it was an experience um you know and again this is sounded really good this isn't you know one of my favorite songs from the album i don't listen to it regularly mm-hmm. but I, I might start um huh? after seeing this <laughs> you know it's the live effect again uh yeah she crushed it and you could tell that it's her favorite song on the album you know she's mentioned before she loves the song um mm-hmm. and she usually
0: she usually claims oh but uh but we know that she, lo- I mean, actually she also loves, yeah, Day, so yeah, she loves, she,
2: she said she's loved this song. Yeah, uh, I forget exactly which interview, uh, I think she was specifically asked what she was looking forward to performing. And I believe she said BMC. Um, uh-huh. and, and yeah, you can tell she had fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there, the, um, one thing that, that sort of stuck out about the live performance that we didn't have. Well, the, there's two things I was going to mention, but, um, the hand signs like it oh, yes. comes with hand signs. Yes, it comes
2: with hand signs. I completely forgot. Um, so. B is a sideways Kitsune sign. M is Kitsune sign upside down. So the horns down and then C is just a cupped hand C.
0: <laughs> it's so it's so excellent, though, because, of course, you know, she demo, she demos it and then and, you know, I'm sure everybody oh, yeah. like when and instantly, doing it instantly
1: instantly.
2: <laughs> instantly yeah um so that was that was definitely a highlight um to this point of of night two for me you know every, everybody was super excited that was that was it yeah. was really cool i hope they do it again
0: the other thing that i think was sort of interesting was that um there was a point there was a point i'm not sure exactly where it was it was sort of in the latter half um and it might have been when she was kind of on her own that that she almost cracked up i mean like yes. you could hear her kind of laughing yes
2: yes <laughs> Yep,
0: <laughs> which I, which is even greater.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I think it was right. It was either right before or right after her solo, the acapella mm-hmm. solo. Yeah, it, it's an experience. It's a trip. I can't wait for everybody else to see it. Um, and I sound like a broken record, and I'm sorry for if I make you feel bad, or if I you feel like I'm <laughs> bragging. But it was just it was just an excellent experience seeing seeing because it's so different from anything that they've done before in a different way that homage and I was different. And that is I think, was really exciting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I cannot wait. I, mean, I assume that we are going to get the opportunity to buy this probably in the next, you know, the next The One period.
2: Oh, I imagine. Like, I assume
0: they're going to announce this on Fox Day.
2: I presume, yeah. Um, My guess is it'll release, like, Tokyo, Tokyo Dome, two-disc set. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe even a sun and moon version like they did red night black night yeah (laughs) but yeah seuss bat fire and she pulled it off and she should be super proud of herself because i'm i'm sure that wasn't easy
0: no no i'm sure that i mean i'm I'm sure it took a forever to record yeah and then to be able to pull it off and like you have one shot at this yeah
2: I, i i had this image in my head of them trying to rehearse this and just having trouble getting through it from all the laughter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Excellent. Excellent.
1: My biggest fear is that it just stays in Japan like Syncopation did.
2: Well, it is Japanese exclusive. I, I would be shocked if they played anywhere but Japan.
1: But I was thinking more like, with that likelihood of not getting a music video either.
2: Yeah, the closest thing we're going
1: to get is live pro shots from purchased DVDs or Blu-ray.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I'm happy with that. But yeah, no idea. Uh, Yeah, that's my my prediction is exactly that though that that it's not going to it's not going to have a a video that it's not going to have a released video.
2: Yeah, I doubt it. The
0: thing is, it might be it might actually serve. Well, I mean, you know, there's many things that we could talk about here, but um, and we're not done yet. But uh. This seems like it might be one of those things that people would share, saying like, "Oh, this isn't this crazy." Except that I kind of feel like the craziness of it is mainly with It's sort of contrasting with what we already know about. Bebo. Oh, totally, absolutely. It's not crazy, sort of on its own.
2: Yeah, no, I'd agree with that.
0: <laughs> um, whereas <Omage> and I <laughs> is crazy, like <laughs> from any perspective. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Um. So yeah, that's really all I got to say about BMC. Um some familiar songs syncopation headbanger up next um uh a side note about headbanger that was the longest prayer in the history of the song really yeah we were on our knees bowing for what felt like an hour um and it wasn't until i kind of got a a peek up at the screen and then confirmed it afterwards Mm -hmm. baby bones was back the reason it was so long is some guys in Baby Bones costumes joined the super mosh pit.
0: That's weird.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I they,
0: did not understand that. Yeah, I didn't either. I saw it,
2: and I was like, "Did I just see Baby Bones up on the big screen?" I talking with everybody afterwards. That's exactly what happened. That's you crazy. know, and they were, and they weren't. Yeah, and they weren't fans. You know, these were real Baby Bones. They got in the pit <laughs> as, with super mosh.
0: <laughs> Do so you think Coba was
2: there? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I, I don't know if it was Koba or not. Because there was more than uh-huh. one. I saw two. Sure. I saw two for sure. Um uh-huh. But yeah, that's why it took so long. And I don't know what they did in the pit. I couldn't see it. Um and I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't know anybody directly who had Supermosh. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know exactly what happened. Um, but I can say they joined the pit and that's why we were bowing for so long
0: that's cool that'll be interesting to see yeah. know, what what winds up filmed from that
2: yeah i mean it was definitely on the big screen so i imagine it'll be on the disc in some capacity yeah um mm-hmm. so yeah that's a thing <laughs> i don't know why but it happened yeah <laughs> um and then from headbanger we moved to uh starlight shine and arcadia um as the so
0: they actually put all three the yes the, whatever they call yes what do they call trilogy, trilogy of light. trilogy
2: trilogy of light yeah um on, and... on the dark day but whatever <laughs> yeah whatever um nothing new so one thing We're that's exciting there. interesting
0: about that you know like we made it through and uh, you know i guess this happened at tokyo dome too and we kind of knew from the format this was going to happen but that was a show that did not contain gimme chocolate
2: yes night two did that not have is... gimme chocolate
0: it's pretty rare. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, Arcadia ended. Fireworks, fake ending. Um, I went into night two assuming there was some date because, you know, they were going to play with the uh, the comedy bands were going to combine again because um, right. they hadn't done it yet. So like, OK, um, they're probably going to do Rotary Resistance again because why would they prepare another song? <laughs> um, that kind of thing, because that just makes sense to me. Um,
0: just, just to be sure that I understood this, um, the Western comedy played all the way up to now, right?
2: Correct. The Western comedy yeah. had played all of Night 2 to this point.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, uh,
2: yeah. Suzuka, Yui, Moa, in Chat. Um, just to bring it back to Headbanger for a moment. Um, mm-hmm. Moa went down the uh, 45 degree runway uh-huh. um, and was visibly upset and mad at fans in the block. <laughs> for not headbanging correctly. <laughs> I, I bet she was acting. Oh, but, I'm, sure uh, she, I'm sure she was. Um, but it was still really, it was still really adorable. It was really funny. Um, and yeah. the one fan cam we have on it, of it, um, she does it and she points a guy out and tells him to get down on his knees and start bowing. And that you can hear the camera guy say, oh, Samu, 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 And then the video stops. <laughs> 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 Which was really, I thought was really funny. That's funny. Imagine getting called out by Moa Metal in a giant show like that yeah 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 um I, I hope that makes it to the uh the, the disc that would be really funny yeah um anyways so yeah back to the end of the show um we're still waiting um this was a really long break between um the quote-unquote end of the show arcadia and what was obviously going to be an encore um with the other set of Kami. um we were chanting baby metal for what felt like about 15 minutes um <laughs> right It was unusually long. It was definitely longer than the first night. Um, And I think we know why now. (laughs) Uh Uh, So they finally get all in place. We can see the second drum kit's out. We can see the other set of amps out. Um, There's more Kami on the stage. The lights come on and the video starts. And a black Flying V guitar starts coming up the screen. Mm -hmm. And... Everybody knows what that and means. Everyone's brains melted. Everyone's brains melted. I turned to a Japanese mate to my left. We grabbed each other by the shoulders and screamed at each other. <laughs> I, apparently, I'm told this was not the only instance of something like that happening.
1: I feel like that's the only
0: appropriate action to take. <laughs> right. um,
2: I instantly and I
0: assume that the, like the listening public here. Uh, also understands what that means and if you hadn't already heard about what this was gonna be but uh uh it's a familiar it's a it's a movie that we are familiar with from other older concerts
2: yes uh so yet we're screaming at each other i instantly start sobbing uh
0: that's okay. We we, we forgive you, <laughs> <laughs> or we you know uh, join got, you or uh, something.
2: Getting emotional thinking about it. <laughs> um, and then those familiar piano notes start playing. After we learn about bullying, they're <laughs> what they're playing with the combined commie band, all of the Avengers, is E.G. Dame setai. Mm-hmm. This was the first time I had seen this live. Um, uh-huh. They hadn't played this since, I think, we came up with Legend S. Uh, it was the last yes, time they played they it, which mm-hmm. is, a I would say, a bittersweet performance of that song, uh, given the circumstances of that weekend. Um, And I i don't... i I'll go so far to say is everybody thought that song was in the can forever um yeah. never to be heard again um
0: I I certainly thought so
2: and you know the metal gods taught us about wall of death <laughs> <laughs> and then the piano starts and Sue starts singing and everybody's crying and screaming <laughs> uh, um
0: yeah it must have been impressive, too, with, with, you know, so many people running around and, you know, fake fighting and things. Yeah. So
2: I got, I only got glimpses of it. Um, I'm told Moa and one of the Avengers, I don't, I'm not sure who, ran down the ramps that were coming out into the stage for the opening uh, to the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember seeing at one point during the fight, Um, they were fighting in like sets of two. Circling like, around each other, um, before that's
0: kind of what they did, uh, in um, uh, I guess it was Akatsuki and um, Dark Knight Carnival yeah. too. They kind of paired off.
2: Yeah. Uh. So sim similar there. Um. Yeah. I got to be real. I I never thought I'd see that song live. <laughs> yeah. So and that was
0: the big shock. I mean, that that was, that was all the other stuff we kind of predicted, but that that that. Uh, no, was Nobody the, saw that coming, I don't that think. That was
2: the biggest surprise of the weekend, hands down. And, you know, it was really cool seeing all this new stuff. But for me, this was 100% the highlight of the show and made the mm-hmm. whole trip worth it. Um, just for one song. You know, six <laughs> minutes of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you just don't know when that old stuff is going to show up. You know, especially that song with the history it has, mm-hmm. the complex choreography the rehearsal required to have it in the set list. Um, right. you know, it was and both commie bands playing it and right. both commie bands playing it. Yeah. So the, it was this time it was the Eastern commie in their white joining the commie of the West in black mm-hmm. for the encore performance. Um, yeah, Very it cool. was, it was special. It was just special. Yeah. That's, that's really all I can say. Um, Afterwards, you know, we got out of the hall once everybody was out of the, the hall and was kind of upstairs mingling and talking about the show. You know, there was just, you know, a, a group of us, you know, Japanese fans um, and some of the some of the, the foreign other foreigners that were all kind of close. And everybody was just joining the group, crying and hugging after the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was so endearing yeah. um, and such a unique display of emotion from the Japan in public um it was mm-hmm. really pretty moving um yeah just just yeah. Inc- just incredible
0: beautifully crafted um uh, as a as kind of like a, a way to surprise even those who are, are no longer surprised by baby metal generally. yeah
2: <laughs> yeah um there's actually there was a uh, a Reddit post not too long ago um who went to Japan and these were his first Japan shows and he did a little write up, uh, really eloquently written, uh, from Reddit user, uh, Polyfem. Um, and I actually, I reached out to him cause I wanted, I wanted to borrow some of his material. Um, so I'm just going to read that for you now. Cause it just, it really, it, it sums up better than I could ever do what this whole experience was, especially after IDZ. Uh, Uh, So to quote Reddit user uh, Polyfem, um, when the intro to IDZ started playing, tears uncontrollably streamed down my face. And that was the first time in life when I recognized one of the happiest moments of my existence as it was happening. As the backtracked piano was gently playing accompanied by Sue's soothing, tranquil voice, I remember telling myself, you know what? You will vividly remember this moment when you are very old and soon it is your time to go. Cherish this unbound, uncontained happiness that you feel because you are feeling it right now. And he just he nailed it. He nailed it. Um. Yeah, there's just nothing more to say.
0: Yeah,
2: it was it was really special.
0: Yeah, it's funny how uh, words are failing. I understand, <laughs> but uh, like it <laughs> feels like we should talk more about it. Except that there isn't a lot more to add. Yeah. But um, it was uh you know, it was impressive even on this side of the ocean.
2: Yeah. Um, he he goes on to say, um, and I'm I'm gonna I guess kind of close out what I want to talk about Legend of Metal Galaxy with this from him. Um, mm-hmm. The band has finally healed, evolved, and become complete again and burned Makahari Mese into the ground. <laughs> From every guitar shred on IDZ to the assault of bass and Sue's furious rapping on BMC, from the goofiness of homage and I to the coolness of Brand New Day, from Moa's shining smile on Gimme Chocolate to her grim disapproval on Headbanger, from the hope of Arcadia to the unity of Rota Resistance, everything screamed, we are always fighting, and we will be better versions of ourselves every step of the way. And you will be strong with us, and you will become better versions of yourself too. We make sure to inspire you and push forward. I guess that is truly what it means to be the one. Yeah. English is not very this nice. guy's first language, by the way, uh, and yeah. I, and he crushed the uses of the semicolon in there, uh, <laughs> and probably read something more mm-hmm. eloquent than I ever could.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's. I'm I'm glad he wrote it that we could so we could read it and uh, very well said yeah so there are a couple things that we could say still about the show that uh you know coming down from the the lofty parts that we were talking about (laughs) but um we didn't talk there were a couple of narrations that we did not hit um and there's probably one that's more important than the other uh the ending of night two did actually sort of talk a bit about the 2020 1010 event.
2: Yes. Yes, it did. So It confirmed you know, 1010 what? is the date for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um Of at least something. Um And it also told us we'll learn more on Fox Day. So it was a teaser for a teaser. Yeah. Um But at least you can start planning travel. um, Albeit you might not know where to get a hotel yet.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, so, okay, so I, this I did transcribe and this was again uh The Japanese narrator who finished this out mm-hmm. um so you know again there's this the same sort of business, but like the legend about the massive middle galaxy that appears at the moment, the sun and moon align um accessing both the light force and dark force, baby when now approaches the countdown to doomsday together with the ringing of the bell of destiny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then you know like they sort of zoomed by uh all of the all the sort of like tour logo or the episode logos mm-hmm. um from i think they started with Budokan and went up to legend down yeah um uh, and then it says october 2020 uh, it has been almost a decade since baby metal descended upon this earth metal resistance has approached its finale episode x i guess i don't know 10 x i'm not sure. <laughs> it was it was written so all this stuff was uh written both in english and japanese this was being spoken in japanese but uh and so i don't know whether you know what to make of the x there
2: uh it'd be a 10 because uh we're on episode 9
0: yeah yeah i, I only just it's like it's like a mac os 10 what do you call that <laughs> is it a 10 <laughs> or an x <laughs> but um uh we'll like say 10 okay so uh where was i metal resistance has approached its finale episode 10 what will complete the end of the legend what will the ultimate fate what will be the ultimate fate that awaits only the fox god knows um and then the, like twenty twenty ten ten goes up with what i think is actually a new logo for yeah the, it is for that um so it's it's kind of it's arranged in kind of like a compass uh compass rose uh form but i think what it's made of is the approaching arc that you see from like the future metal video mm-hmm. um and then there are at the at the angles at the 45 degree angles there are sort of like stylized rockets mm-hmm. launching out um and it says you know metal resistance episode 10 all will be revealed on 4-1 fox day yeah so so i mean i guess we know we know it's october 2020 mm-hmm. they have they still haven't said that it's in japan but i mean like it's gotta be right uh, it's the Strong odds of it being anywhere else so, I mean,
2: are so low um though yeah. uh, some of the japanese mates were uh musing uh somewhat sarcastically that it might be msg in new york <laughs> yeah
0: well i guess what i'm what i'm thinking is that i i don't think we still have the information that allows you to buy flight tickets <laughs> you know uh um, if yeah. like we didn't learn anything new that we didn't know before it's it's as unlikely now as it was before yeah to be outside of i
2: mean if you want to be super safe i'd wait till uh box day to buy a ticket but if you see yeah. a good deal and i just get a refundable ticket just in case
0: but yeah so that'll be basically six months out um mm-hmm. from whatever this is uh it's the way they're talking about it is more and more like the way they talk about shows you know concerts yes so you know maybe it is uh but legend Metal galaxy was really uh already so elaborate yeah <laughs> that i wonder how they're going to top this i i uh, don't know
2: I do want to say Just for two nights in a row <laughs> I do want to say right off the bat there's been a lot of speculation about this being the end of baby metal because they say uh, metal resistance as opposed to its finale um, they've used the right. word f- and they call it doomsday and they call it doomsday Um, mm-hmm. but this is like lore language we've seen before doomsday is not but we've seen finale no, doomsday um, is actually definitely seen that have we seen doomsday i don't remember Um, yeah
0: so there's there's a super there's a a, like you know picking up on your your point here that that they they talk a lot about these these end times right (laughs) um the i think probably the most what i thought was the most plausible end time that they have ever had was legend z uh which was the point at which sue was graduating from sg right and it might have really ended at that right point. um and they had they had a doomsday countdown clock and uh that that went through that show uh and they and they actually i don't know if you remember the show 24 but that was kind of going on at, oh, right. at the yeah. similar time because they used that same the, Boop. the same like dink, Beep. Dink. Boop. <laughs> Beep. yeah yeah um and it counted down to zero at the you know near the end of the show mm-hmm. and and they turned on the lights <laughs> you know yeah. i mean this was like the worst troll um uh and they had the logo like the the big metal logo was behind the thing that counted down to zero and it disintegrated <laughs> you know i mean they were really pushing this hard um and actually this was even just beyond that um and this was the show this was a unusual show too in that um uh, they came out in, they came out in white uh and that's sort of at the at the end of the show you know, they uh, all took this very unusually deep, like, sort of theatrical bow. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for doing, you know, taking this journey with us. Uh, Sue says, uh, take care of your neck and takes off. You know, like, normally this is where they would say, see you. Right, right. <laughs> um, the other two said, see you, but she just she just took off. And so, I mean, like, even thinking about it is hard mm-hmm. right now. It's like, that that was so that could so much have been an actual end right <laughs> and they really they really played it up right uh but they've played up things like this since then too i mean like legend S they they kept saying like is this the end right <laughs> you know in the in the ads well, and stuff
2: cam reminds us in chat they called uh, tokyo dome a doomsday mm-hmm. um all all this to say what i think is happening is literally what it says we've been in the era of metal resistance since before that album dropped and now we're going to enter a new era. Um, what that yeah. means, I don't know uh, what I am pretty confident in saying is it's not the end of the band. Um, and I justify that position with this. You don't launch an album, do your largest world tour in the history of your group, collaborate with all of these people, do all of this promotion interviews. Um, promote the album do 2020 20, was it 23 dates in the u.s followed by was it 20 something dates in europe um mm-hmm. go to countries for the first time like thailand um spain and russia. then Ru- russia and then six months later end the ban
0: yeah
2: there's i mean yeah. it, from a practicality standpoint that makes sense that, that makes no sense excuse me and <laughs> from a management perspective there's there's no executive at a muse in the world who would approve something like that spending all of this money to to push out this new album go to all these places do big shows like legend metal galaxy only to end the band six months later
0: yeah at least not not as a big planned thing like this right um, right
2: not as a big event
0: yeah i think i think that makes it pretty i, I think i agree with all of that reasoning yeah. i mean they they are really. Um, I think they are. It feels like they are on the verge of being even bigger. Yeah, know? it does. So, um, but I do think I, I do think that it will probably mark a change. I do you too. Know? So they they're going to stop calling it metal resistance. Yes, they might. It's conceivable they might even stop. You know, with all the episodes, <laughs> could be. Um,
2: um, yeah, I think they'll just change it. It'll be we'll be living in the metal galaxy or something like that or some some other lore that Kova comes up with. Um. My wild speculation um, for what all of this is going to be is uh, in October on Doomsday with the end of Metal Resistance, we're going to leave the past behind us. Um, you know, Yui's off doing her own thing. We have three Avengers. I think we're going to get anointed with one of these Avengers as a metal. I think that's what's going to happen and that's going to mark the new era.
0: Okay. Well, that's my... You have marked your prediction. That is
2: I... That is my wild speculation for the night. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I don't know what I think. I mean, I, I I see the practical advantage of somebody who's already got kind of like trained and you know proven and knows everything, uh, and people and people and who people know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's it has been set up in such a way that there's a there's a kind of a clunkiness to ditching too, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's possible that. Uh, any of these people might go, might actually have something that they, you know, that they're off to go do, you know? So, well, you know, Kano's already involved in a bunch of stuff.
2: She's graduating Um, SG and she has that new group one, five with the other SG seniors, um, who kind of feels like Amuse is setting up to kind of take over for perfume and perfume finally decides they're done. Um, that's just kind of the vibe I get from that. mm -hmm.
0: Um, so you think it's going to be the, 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 group that comes after perfume is going to be named after the age of somebody graduating uh, junior high kind of, i mean it's kind of what it feels like just
2: because they don't have any other girl groups quite like that and perfume is such a big money maker i could see them wanting to tee up one five in a similar vein yeah um, but
0: what a terrible name to pick if that's what they wanted to do
2: <laughs> yeah um i i don't i'm as far as i know momoko doesn't have anything else going on right now um she's not right. she, as far as we know, she's not acting, she's not doing anything else. Uh she's not signed with Amuse. Um mm-hmm. if I recall correctly. Only Kano is. Um but she's young. Um Riho, not signed with anybody. She left her agency, I think it was like a year ago or something like that, from what I remember. Um mm-hmm. and she's also the same age as Sue and Moa. So right. if this is what's going to happen, my my brain tells me that Riho is going to join the group if that's what she wants to do um but my heart my my heart wants Momoko
0: (laughs) right well and see that's the thing I like I kind of wonder I you know I honestly do think that there was a certain amount of um I don't know what to what to call it like you know we've been we've been played in a musical sense you know no totally uh uh that that you know the the fans have been kind of managed in a way to going through going through the dark side, going through DNC, mm-hmm. winding up here. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, th- I think that, that this has all been set up in a way to get us sort of like happy with the situation. Yes. Um, but I, you know, I think it's going to take some further direction to make it possible to to ditch any two, really, yeah. because this, they're, you know, they're they've we've been encouraged to um you know know who they are mm-hmm. and, well, like we haven't been told who we they have are, not been encouraged, been encouraged to know to... who
2: they are not at all
0: <laughs> yeah well we, we we know there are three and it they're they're well aware that everybody knows who they sure. are Sure. um and also you know there's the connection there's the connection with sg where people are known right yeah i mean like by yep. name so so i think i mean I, I, you know I don't think they're so dumb as to think that we don't know who they are. No, I don't (laughs) think so either. Not have attachments. So, um, so that's why, that's why I guess I've always been kind of wondering if when we leave the Avenger era, if we also leave all of the Avengers, you know, I think we'll leave two out of three for something else. Yeah. And yeah, I guess what I was thinking was potentially we get someone different, (laughs) you know? Yeah. None of those.
2: Yeah. I mean, just like anything else. Yeah. Who knows with this group, right? It's all wild speculation. They could go a completely yep. different direction and surprise us. Um yep. but if it's going to be one of the three and they do and my prediction comes to fruition, my gut says it'll be Riho, my heart yep. says it'll be Momoko, and I've pretty much ruled Kano out. One yeah. because of the age, and two because she's got one five.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think I my thoughts go pretty much that same way. I mean, like when I when I think about it practically, Reho Riho has a pretty good um uh, there's a, there's good sort of I don't know logistical reasons for that to be yeah
2: there's all kinds of good reasons ...the choice
0: yeah
2: so. but only the fox God knows we'll find out in October
0: yeah so see there was one there was actually as we are as we are speculating um there was one other bit of the soon to be obsolete speculations about the future that I wanted to um, mention which is that okay so monday they start in stockholm on the european tour and now that we've talked about legend metal galaxy there is the there's you know an open question about are they going to play any of these new songs that they that they um promote that are new right that they hadn't played in front of people before Mm. um and one thought that i had about that we know so we know that the western comic band is going on this tour and they are not the ones who got all the new uh the only thing that they got was BMC, right? That was new. Everything else was old. Yes. Um which suggests which I think sort of like weighs against the idea that they're going to play a bunch of the things that were premiered at Legend Metal Galaxy because yeah. that means that both commie bands had to rehearse them. Yeah. Brand New Day, Night Night Burn, uh I
2: Yeah, my guess is uh it's going to be exactly the same as the US. Yeah. That and that's just maybe that's just me being cynical um
0: well and actually come to think of it, bmc they practice but but they're not likely to play it outside of japan no
2: so. <laughs> no yeah i don't know maybe if they're particularly bored with something they might swap something out and throw one song in there um and i makes Omajani, the most sense because they're in europe i yeah, guess um
0: i think it makes sense and you know realistically how hard is that to practice
2: <laughs> yeah yeah um, it'll be really interesting. I can't wait for Monday to see what they do. Um, but I, I fully expect it to be largely the same as what we saw in the U S because that's kind of what precedent is. Uh, when they go back mm-hmm. on tours, they as part of the same, I mean, it's really all one long tour. They just took a break in the middle to go back to Japan. Right. Um, so yeah. precedent is really that it's not going to change.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see probably before this even hits the feed. <laughs> probably. <So>. Yeah. <laughs> but though, um, by the way, thank you everybody who's sitting in the Discord uh, listening to this. This is actually a pretty crowded room. Yeah. Um, and I guess we were recording long enough that we managed to like the the people in other time zones woke up. But, uh...
2: <laughs> yeah, that was that was two hours. That was a long one. Thanks guys for sticking it yeah. out.
0: Um, however, it is probably true that we should, uh, kind of close this one off. Um, I think so. What's gonna what's coming up in a couple of weeks? We are expecting Wowow to play some of the Kanton Japan footage? Ah, uh, um, yeah. Which you know, it's it's funny how this stuff, you know, that all that everything prior to Legend of Metal Galaxy seems like a million years ago.
2: <laughs> it really does.
0: But, uh yeah. So, I, I I think probably what we are going to do again, um, we have not made a plan about what it is we are going to talk about, but I think we're going to try to pick some some topic. And hopefully we'll make that public a little in advance um, that we can talk about that, you know, something from their past, like we were, like we mentioned at the sort of beginning of the last episode. So maybe a particular video or a concert or a song or interviews or some, some sort of specific thing that might be interesting to revisit. There's plenty of stuff to revisit Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, I think would be interesting for new and old people. And there are people for whom... You know, Metal Galaxy got them into this. You know, there there are new people. Hello, new people, <laughs> um, but um, who might not really know all that back stuff. So, who don't know what that means about this guitar, this video <laughs> of the guitar coming up and saying, "Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's more bullying forever." Maybe we yeah. can do that deep dive on each made donkey that die.
1: Maybe we should talk about
2: IDZ.
0: Yeah, that actually, maybe that's okay. So, uh unless something else comes to mind that seems way better. Um that is probably what we'll talk about next time because there's uh the stuff I mean there's the evolution of the song uh through time and we have that's one of the early ones that we have a, a real sort of like produced video for. We have um also their commentary yes. on it, which is really cool. Um so I think there's I think there's lots of stuff to to talk about there. So good idea. <laughs> that is that's our topic for next time. Uh, I will write that even in the show notes, so I do not forget. IDZ! <laughs> Exclamation point. Uh, I think we probably only are going to record three episodes before Fox Day, and even the third one lands pretty close to Fox Day, so pretty exciting. Yeah. Fox Day, I think, is when that's when um, Legend M and the uh, the other one. Yeah, maybe we should uh,
2: maybe we should live record that one, huh? Or something. <laughs>
0: maybe like the countdown to eleven fifty nine when yeah, we finally right. get a tweet that says you know uh the fox day announcement is that we will hear on we'll learn all on <laughs> april 3rd <laughs> oh yes but, yeah but uh yeah and i think quite a lot of um even even by the next time we would record in a couple weeks um they they will have probably covered Stockholm, Oslo, mm. Copenhagen, Hamburg, Paris, Vienna, yep. Cologne, Berlin. Um, Busy girls. Unbelievable, yeah. So, okay. Uh, anything else? Anyone wanted to smash into this very long episode?
2: No. Yeah. Thanks, everybody.
0: All right. Yep. Thanks. So, that's it for this episode. You can join us on the Baby Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it, so please do that. We'll be back in about two weeks, and we hope you'll join us then. And until then, see you, and take care of your neck.